Check, 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 check. You need to get a little closer to yourself. Hi. This is Pod Bros. It's Pod Bros. A production of Sound Bros Productions. 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 It's Christmas. It's Chris like it the actual day of Christmas. Today is the day of the day. Of the day of Christmas. Of Christmas. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> um so um And so we have to start the show by saying very simply Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And happy Kwanzaa Eve. Oh, that's right. Happy Kwanzaa Eve. Um, and we hope you're uh I hope you're enjoying the uh festivities of the day. Who is who's who's peaking? Joey was. Oh, is yeah. I think we're mere moments from eating. Oh, are we? This is part one of our podcast, by the way. Yeah, we're gonna start and then um to you there will be no break. But to us, there will be a food break. Kind of hoping that we'll be able to make it to the bottom of the hour. Half hour, maybe? I'm guessing we'll probably get like 10 or 15 minutes, and then we'll have to stop. So. That is how things go. Um, so I have uh, I have this extremely heartwarming story. Well, before we do heartwarming stories, did you have a good... Well, I had a great did you day. have a good day? I had a great, great, a great day so far. I mean, I mean, we we were joking about it while while we were doing our normal Christmas, but our Christmas is pretty awesome. Um, our plans are uh, are exciting and fun. Um, we have family members that wear fantastically unique outfits. Um, our brother Vince has a he ramen looks, noodle soup outfit. He looks delicious. He looks delicious. Chicken flavor. There's actually, only one thing left to do with bacon socks. There's only one thing left to Rip do. him open and boil him? Well, that is what you do with air minerals. That is what you do. But doesn't work out so well with humans. Pack it first or pack it afterwards? Oh, I always do pack it afterwards. Should we have Vince join us? We could. I can, I can join you from here. Uh, let's, um... No, 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 not really. I no, mean, let's let's have Vince join. Uh, grab the, uh... He could... The, I mean, the stand is right there. Okay, so why don't you tell your heartwarming story... And then I'm gonna set him up with the microphone. Okay. I actually have to leave. I'm just I'll just listen to you live. You're a hater. I'm just listening to you live. Go. Okay. So why do you have to leave? Oh. Yeah. Okay. So um a couple was driving through New Hampshire Wednesday morning. And by Wednesday morning I mean midnight on Christmas morning. So a couple hours ago. So while we were recording our podcast. Oh, okay. Literally. While we were recording our previous podcast, which thank you everyone to listening. We are on um, Facebook. To listening. iTunes. Thank you for everyone for to listening. I said thank you for everyone for listening. To listening. I didn't say to listening. Did I put a T in there? You did. Crap. Okay, anyway. On a stick. Watch your profanity. <laughs> um... So thank you for everyone who's listening. 
Uh, we're on Podbros. Uh, we are on Podbean. We're on Spotify, uh, iTunes, YouTube, YouTube, iTunes, Google, Google Play, Play, and Facebook. Facebook. Um, I don't know that we're going to do a Twitter or an Instagram. I haven't decided yet. Um, yeah. So anyway, a couple was driving through New Hampshire Wednesday morning. Oh wait, it would have been midnight their time, so that would have been. It would have been in about ten. Um, ten o'clock our time. Ten o'clock yeah. our time. Um, and uh, had their very own Christmas miracle, according to police. The family grew by one when a woman gave birth to a baby boy on Interstate ninety three. Oh, she gave birth. She was. She was. In, I'm guessing that they were on their way to the hospital. Do, and uh, didn't make it. So she had a baby on the highway. Fortunately enough for her, there were two um, state troopers. I don't know what they call them. It says state police. I don't know what New Hampshire calls their state police. I think they're here. State troopers. Here in Arizona, we call them troopers. I'm going to look up what New Jer- what New Hampshire calls their state police. Hang on. Um, and so there was two. There was two trooper, uh, two state police officers, and a boss. Cohen. Probably they probably say it really weird. A what? B o s c a w e n. B o s c a w what? Right there, Luke. Boscoen, New Hampshire. Boscoen. Officer helped deliver the baby on the highway. Um... And apparently they're very good at it because um, if you know anything about medical stuff, delivering a baby is kind of important because uh, right after the baby is born, the afterbirth is born or the placenta or whatever you want to call it. Um, and you have to make sure that you get all of it out. Otherwise... Is the term born correct here or is it just released? They're born. Okay. Um, and the mom is delivered from having to carry the child. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> they have to make sure that all of the afterbirth comes out, because if it doesn't, um, the mother can get infected. It doesn't happen a lot anymore because we have modern medicine, um, and they probably kept everything for when they got to the hospital so they could show the doctor everything that they had right? to make sure that they everything have, was done properly. They don't have to go back in and take care of stuff. Right, and, and so just so that everybody's on the same page there, if the afterbirth and placenta are not born... Um, if they are not expelled, it is actually very bad for the woman, right? It can cause death. Yeah, that it's actually um, the 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 afterbirth of the placenta is what um, is what allows the mother to feed the child um, within the womb. That's that's a big that's a big factor. Oh, it's got all of the nutrients, it, everything it in helps, it. That it helps absorb feeds, the extra nutrients that feeds through the belly. It's, button. it's it's part of the process, along with the umbilical cord and some other stuff. Anyway, so they um, are, I believe, they are called troopers because everything I'm seeing here says trooper. Okay, so New Hampshire State Troopers. Yep, troopers. Um, they help deliver the baby, and everyone's happy and healthy. Um, so that's pretty pretty awesome. I mean, I got a lot. I love the picture. The picture is great. Isn't that a cool picture? It's a great picture. Of course, as soon as I hospital. as soon as I type in, uh, you know, New Jersey straight, State Police, you have the two troopers, the uh, the couple, and the guy, the other guy who is a who is a police officer of the area apparently, and has an epic beard, and has an epic beard. Yeah, um, police with beards, awesome indeed. So, so. Um, I also have. Um, also on Christmas, Kanye West released his new Jesus is Born album. 
And uh, we should play some of that. Unfortunately, there's no way to play it on this because it's just a... I mean, unless you have it. But um, apparently... Uh, what am I looking here? Sorry, I'm I'm looking at the article right now. So this is his second album on his new Christian label. Christian label, because Jesus's King was the first one, right? Yep. Um, yeah, it's called Sunday Service, the uh, the album, and uh, I guess it's got some pretty cool songs on it. He's he is it's his. Ninth consecutive number one on the Billboard 200 chart. And it looks like he's about to dethrone Eminem on that for the longest run in uh, <laughs> in chart history. Really? So uh, that's pretty cool on a Christian album. Yeah. So he released that. I actually haven't heard any of the songs on it. I have heard Kanye speak. Yeah. And <laughs> it's... Uh, if anyone knows us, we're we're pretty we're pretty fire and brimstone, holy ghost, staunch Christian, and it's nothing he has said so far has been off off at all. So, and I didn't always used to be. We actually have a couple of folks that uh, listen to the show that knew me before I was um, a Christian, and uh, and before I was changed, and that's um, that's that's fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering, is what? it just because the the top bar? You just don't what have it shrunk. Oh, I I just because I paused it. Oh, okay. And started it again because of the freeze. It's now bigger, so it's moving slower. It's still moving. Um, and the reason it looks smaller is because it adjusted for the size of the size the sound file. Oh, the previous sound. It's file. just the way it looks. It's okay. just the nature of the beast. So so anyway, um, yeah. So he he's right on. Um, it's interesting to me that he's uh, been doing the things that he's doing with uh, Smiley Joe, um, Joel Olstein, um, but mainly because Joel Olstein has been given more than one opportunity to um, claim Jesus um, publicly mm-hmm. and has has avoided them. Yeah, um, and I well, I have problem with you that. have to so. remember though that that Kanye has his own pastor. He, he does. Is, he is Joe under, is not his. Pastor. He is under another band. Who is part of the church that he goes to? Yep. Um, so he has, as as crazy as it sounds, he has his own head pastor that's over him, as you know, as the as leadership leader. as it as, as a biblical how, standard, which is how it should be. Yeah. Biblical standard. So enough about Kanye. Let's talk about more Christmas stuff. Um, actually, I have a pretty funny story. Okay. Do you have more Christmas I just, stuff? I literally, it's like one sentence because it's. Uh, the Washington Times, and they won't let me read the rest of the article unless I subscribe. Unless you subscribe, which is so, stupid. Um, anyway, President continue. Trump and uh, First Lady Melina are Melina. wishing America. Is that how you say that? Melania. Melania. That's what I've been told. I could be. I could be horribly wrong here. Melania. Mi- Mil- Milana, I think. Melina. I don't know. Mil- continue. Melania. Melania. I don't know. Anyway. Um, is wishing America a Merry Christmas. Awesome. As they celebrate with their family in Florida. Fantastic. So, um, yeah, I guess they did a video where they both sat there and wished everyone Merry Christmas. So, uh, blonde yells to the other blonde walking along a river, hey, how do I get to the other side? And the blonde says, you're on the other side. Yeah. 
Um, so most of the time you hear about blonde jokes that are, um, you know, blondes are stupid, right? And, and I have a lot of them, but I have this one's pretty good. A blonde and a lawyer are seated next to each other on a flight from Los Angeles to New York. The lawyer asks if she'd like to play a fun game. The blonde, tired, just wants to take a nap. Politely, she declines, rolls over to the window to catch a few winks. The lawyer persists and explains that the game is easy and a lot of fun. He explains, I have, I ask you a question, and if you know the answer, you pay me five bucks and vice versa. Again, she declines and tries to get some sleep. The lawyer, now agitated, says, okay, if you don't know the answer, you pay me five bucks. If I don't know the answer, I'll pay you 500 this catches the blonde's attention, figuring there will be no end to the torment unless she plays, agrees to the game. The lawyer asks the first question. What is the distance from the earth to the moon? The blonde doesn't say a word, reaches into her purse and pulls out a $5 bill and hands it to the lawyer. Okay, says the lawyer, your turn. She asks the lawyer, what goes uphill with three legs and comes down with four? The lawyer, puzzled, takes out his laptop computer, searches all his references. No answer. Frustrated, he sends, an, he sends emails to his friends and co-workers to no avail. After an hour, he walks to the he wakes the blonde and hands her five hundred dollars. The blonde says thank you, puts her head on the pillow, and goes back to sleep. The lawyer, who is more than a little miffed, wakes the blonde and asks, "Well, what's the answer?" Without a word, the blonde reaches into her purse and hands the lawyer, the lawyer five bucks and goes ah! back to sleep. Classic. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so that was really funny. So um, along with Christmas stuff. Because I actually have another Christmas story. Ooh. This is not as heartwarming. This is just kind of science-y and fun. I like science-y um, The and last fun, solar though. eclipse of the year was on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Over in Sri Lanka, I yeah, think it was. It, and the pictures of it are pretty dang sweet. Oh, are they? It's a full coronasphere, right? Yes. It's a ring of fire. Yeah, the ring of fire. Yep. Um, and the pictures are... Which was a good movie, by the way. Really cool. Nothing to do with a solar they, eclipse they or are, Christmas, but a good movie. They are. They are really cool pictures. So... Um, so there's something really cool so, about those pictures. If you can zoom in really close, right around the ring on the edge of the, on the edge of the, um, on the edge of where the moon covers the sun, yeah, right where the ring starts. Yeah. If you zoom in really, really close, you can see there's words there. Yeah. I actually know what they already say. Okay. Tell me what they say. It says Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> this is your Christmas reminder that, uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. And if you're, if anyone out there is wondering why we we joke about Epstein not killing himself, um, it's just a friendly reminder it's that there are he didn't that there are powerful people that are getting away with things that they shouldn't be allowed to get away with. Clearly, they're not and getting he away didn't, with it, and he didn't do it. Anyway, continue. So, um, well, I I feel like since this is uh, we do a segment every time about learning stuff. I feel like it's necessary to talk about why the Ring of Fire is so important. Okay. So, when a... I fell into a burning ring of fire. That was fire. a different burning ring of fire. Oh, okay. Continue. Um, so, when you have a solar eclipse, which is when the moon covers the sun, um, and you can see the Ring of Fire... What you're seeing is the 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 moon is acting like a like a magnifying glass, a a refraction lens actually, and um, that's gross, bro. That was really gross. It's a white hair. Who cares, man? I'm pulling out white hairs out of the beard. You're ridiculous. Anyway, look, um, I don't mind if they're in there. I just don't want to be able to look down and see them. Okay. Eventually, your whole beard's gonna be white. Bro. Don't talk to me. 
about my beard and the white in my beard. God, man, just just live, just own it, man. Just own it. I don't look as good with a white beard as our friend Ed does with a white beard. Well, right because now, Ed he, looks pretty awesome with a white beard. Yeah, but he doesn't really have a white beard right now. No, he right now has, he's got a two tone mustache. He's got like it's not a, that's not a mustache. How dare you just quantify that as a mustache? Well, that it's is more a, than a that mustache. That is a handlebar. That is an epic handlebar mustache. Not okay, everyone. All right, all right, all right, not everyone right. can rock a handlebar mustache. That is okay? true. That is true. And Ed pulls it off really well. You, you can't just say, "Oh, he's got a mustache." Oh yeah, he's just got a mustache. No big deal. It's just a mustache. Most people who wear mustaches like, "Oh gosh, hide your children." Why are you saying that? That man has a mustache. Run, run away. I mean, th- there, there's essentially, there's three kinds of people in the world with mustaches. You have that kind, the kind we just talked about. Then you have the handlebar mustache, which is like the classic, like... Firefighter. No, 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 no. Like, the handlebar mustache he's got is like that Old West. It is true. And we of, like it. I love I love Ed's stash. Um, and th- that one also has, along with the handlebar mustache, you also have the twirly mustache. Those two are interchangeable, right? Which I can do in the in the I old can pull west, the, I can the pull the twirly. style, and then the third style is the firefighter or police officer mustache, which is that it's either the it's tight to the top lip and straight down the sides. It's either like the handlebar style or the the other one is the giant police mustache that that goes. It's like an inch and a half thick. It's yeah. It's and like literally a, goes from the bottom of your nose. To above your bottom lip. Yes, exactly. It's just like, this massive thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it, you, if you've ever met someone who actually wears one, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like you can't even call it like a caterpillar. Yeah, no. It's just so big. It's no. like it's like a it's, it's like someone took a comb. It is several caterpillars. Someone no, someone took a comb. They took the little fine side of the comb. Yeah. and just cut it off and, and stuck glued it to it somebody's face. To somebody's face. Yeah. Yeah, so. it is it is the stash of power. Yes, indeed. Um, and you have to be careful to make sure that the stash of power goes from cheek point to cheek point, because if it's any smaller than that, then it is the Hitler stash, stash of power. And then we have problems. Which was ruined by Hitler, because Which originally was Hitler. it was actually the Charlie Chaplin mustache. That is true. So That is true. And I think Hitler did it because of Charlie Chapla- Chaplin. Who knows? Right? He probably saw something. It was actually it. a very common sign. You know what? I'm just going to say, that's fact. No, I, that's not fact. Actually, no. Don't believe that. Was, that. It was actually a very common style during that period of, of history. There was actually a lot of uh, politicians in England that wore the same style as Hitler. The shaved sides and the long hair on top with the mustache. It is a horrible look. You know, I've noticed that there's a lot of people nowadays that do the shaved sides with the long top but no mustache. Right. I call them Hitler's youth. Because <laughs> they, they're not old enough to grow to have a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's a terrible hairstyle. Also, beards come in man size. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Just side nose. Side, side nose? nose? Side nose. Don't be Don't hasty. Be hasty. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, um, that you know what you know what's interesting, though, is that the, the, the mustache we're talking about, the inch and a half mustache? Yeah. There is a version of that. Certain people have a face... That when they have that mustache, I have on an it. aversion to that too. No, 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 not not an aversion, a version. Oh, okay. There's a space yeah. in there. They have a face that when you put that mustache on them, they could be in the old west as well. Right, right. It's that. It's well, that. Ed, Ed is that way. Well, I was right? actually just going to say. I could see Ed is a it's that state trooper. It's that state or, trooper or the look. state trooper look. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. or a federal agent. He is a federal agent, or he was a federal agent. So. 
Or we're talking about two different the ads other here. Ed that we know of. Oh, okay. That so has that mustache. Okay, so we have all right. So we have our friend Ed Hand, right? Who Whoa. has right? Whoa. Right. Wait for it. Wait for it. So our friend Ed Hand, who has the handlebar, um, uh, r- rustic, epic, old, yeah, old, old west, west mustache. mustache, and then our other friend Ed Head, who is an ex-state trooper and border patrol no. agent. No, uh, just he border, was border he was patrol, patrol agent. agent. A federal um, agent who has a has a power police stash. He does. He has the inch and a half mustache. He does. But with him, and I was actually thinking this when we did that class, the uh, the lever action class. Yes. When he was showing how to use the lever action, I was like, "Oh my gosh, we could totally be in an old west movie right now." Really? Because he had one of those hats. He had on. what he did. He had that hat he was on. Like, he was like one stash. of the er- brothers. Yeah. He totally looked like one of. The, he could have been yeah, one of the. It er- was brothers. good. It was good. So, so anyway, um, I, I just want to Merry Christmas again. I love Christmas. Can we just say Merry Christmas so like the I, whole show? I didn't, I didn't finish. Oh, the I, thank you to everyone who listened to our um, rantings last night and our ramblings. <laughs> our rantings and, um, and thank you very much to those who enjoyed the uh, the rantings and ramblings. I've gotten a couple of texts already that people are. Uh, People are enjoy enjoyed last night's show. Last night was a was a mix of uh, late, overwhelmed exhaustion and tired. For and, you, and I was, was enjoying a, it, and, and I thoroughly I enjoyed it. I didn't actually fall asleep for a while afterwards, um, and then I uh, and then I and then I went to sleep um, later. What in the world did I just see? I don't know. There's something weird that my hand smells weird for some reason. I don't know. I just washed my hands too, which is why I'm like, why does my hand smell so weird? Did you put your hand in something? The cookie jar? If you put your hand in the cookie jar and it came out and you said it smells weird, I don't want anything to do with the cookie jar. So anyway, the, uh, the moon goes in between the sun and the earth. And it acts like a Jupiter and Mars. It acts like oh, a no, refraction sorry. lens. And what that allows you to do is it allows you to see. Now, the, what is a ref, now you have to explain to the to the listening audience what a refraction lens does. So a <laughs> watching you watching you <laughs> sag in the chair, by the way, these are epic chairs. And so we are going to be uh, I'm going to try and steal these for the studio if we can. Um. Uh, well, let me just. What say, are you looking at? I just there's people walking past over there. Oh, OK. I, let me just finish explaining what what happens. Okay. Do so, I have to look up what a refraction lens is? Because what, I can't remember what you know it what? is. You do it. Why don't you do it? Off the top there. of my head okay. here. Why don't you do it? Because I'm not even sure if it's called a refraction lens or not. Essentially what happens is when we look when you look at the sun or when you see sunlight, you're seeing the visible layer of the sun. There's multiple layers of the sun. Um under the visible layer of the sun is another layer of the sun. And it's not visible in the to the human eye in the visual spectrum. It just has to do with the way that the sun works. When the moon goes in between the Earth and the sun, it'll it, it and it blocks out the what's called the photosphere, which is the 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 layer of the sun that we can see, and it allows you to see the coronal layer. Um. And which is not normally visible, but because of the way that the Earth and the sun and, and the, the moon atmospheres and and the atmosphere all works together. It, it creates essentially like what, what our telescopes do, which allow us to see into deep space. Right. 
it does something similar and it allows it allows us to see a layer of the sun that we can't normally see. What if you don't go into deep space? What do you mean? Nine. No, no, no. See into deep space. Deep space nine. Sorry, I was making a bad Star Trek joke. That joke I told last night, by the way, was from Star Trek. Which one? It was from Voyager. Which joke? Remind the me. The guy who survived on the dates from the calendar. Oh, my God. That's right. Ru- oh, my gosh. That That is one of my favorite episodes, by the way. And it's my favorite show. It is my favorite that's Star the, Trek that's show. That's the one where Tuvok loses his brain. <laughs> yes. And he's making desserts. <laughs> and he ends by saying, they could have also eaten the Sundays. <laughs> gosh. Okay. So, lenses serve to refract light at each other's boundaries. As a ray of light enters the lens, it is refracted. And as the same ray of light exits the lens, it is refracted again. The net effect of the refracted li- refraction of light at these two boundaries is that the light ray has changed directions. Exactly. And so, what? It, what? It, so don't okay. exactly. So, do we know what it is? So, sorry, continue. I was correct. It is. It acts. As yeah, a it's a refraction lens, lens. Yeah, and it allows you to see the coronal layer, which you can't normally see. Right. Which is why um, the ring of fire is so cool. It's also super dangerous. Yeah, it can, like, burn your retinas or something like that, right? Yeah, permanent blindness. Really? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. fun. Yep. There was, uh, there was a lady who... Yeah, don't engage in the sun stare game. Yeah. The you sun lose. The only one who's ever the won The only person who loses Norris. is you. The only person who's won is Chuck Norris. Right, and that's because the sun um, got weirded out and closed its eyes. So I'm just going to make stuff up at this point. So anyway... Um... Got five minutes here, and then we're gonna pause. Also, Merry Christmas to everybody around the world, because yeah, we do sure. have listeners. Um, we have some listeners, I believe, in the Philippines. Sweet. Um, uh, there's a, I think her name is Jenny out there. Mm. Um, and then there's. You think her name is Jenny? Or there's you know her name. No, is Jenny? no. And then um, where did I see? I gotta look at the map again. But we have, we have downloads from all sorts of different places, so it's kind of cool. So you know that fire that happened in Notre Dame? Yes. I don't know what happened, but I'm pretty sure Quasimodo has a hunch about it. Mm. Continue. You know, his face rings a bell. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. You know, you ever have a joke that you know is coming and you can't help but laugh at it, even no matter what happens, even if it does? No matter when it happens, you just know it happens. Wow, that didn't make any sense at all. They're saying that they might not be able to actually save Notre Dame from the fire. Really, it's that bad? Yeah, supposedly, I guess the damage was, you know, this is and this is a lot. Have of, they ever released on what happened for real? I mean, all joking aside. No, I have a feeling though that. Um, I mean, besides the fact that there were however many burnings of different Christian, air quote Christian churches in, in France, right? Yeah, I have a feeling from from what I from what I've read, and I'll, some of it was conspiracy stuff, but. From what I was able to extrapolate from everything that I read and from the official report, um, it was it was arson. Well, yeah. No, I mean, it was not an accident. It wasn't an electrical fire that burned stuff. It's kind of obvious that it was, it was arson. It arson, was arson burns like that. It was arson, and it was done through the electrical system, um, and it was done by the workers that were restoring the building. Really? Is is from Just from what I gathered, um, it everything kind of fit. It was really kind of obvious. It was like, okay, this is not a, you know, I don't know. I, I guess you can draw your own conclusions on that, but um, the workers were of a specific religious persuasion, 
and this is their MO. So you can draw your own conclusions on that. Okay. 875 Christian churches vandalized in France since 2018. Case in point. So let's talk about the weather. No, we don't want to go on this. Nope, this fun run. Sure don't, because we got two minutes left. Well, we can go on this fun run for two for no, two I minutes. No, I want to talk about the weather. We can do the weather when we come back. No, I want to talk about the weather now. No, people want to hear about this. I want to hear about this. Are you people on the here on the I hear heels? Toilet green is people too. Let me read it. Okay, this came out April sixteenth, two thousand nineteen. You're just gonna. Soil and green is people. Yes, thank you. Um. On the heels of the burning of Paris's famed Notre Dame Cathedral, a report says that about 875 Christian churches have been vandalized by radicals in France since 2018. Churches across France have been tortured, torched, spray-painted, had feces smeared on doors and walls, and had windows broken by radical secularists and and Muslims, is according to this order, uh, to this article. The Sun wrote, Recent indicates have indicated a fire in St. Uh, Supplice Church in Paris, human um, feces dubbed on a wall in Notre Dame, um, and organized vandalized or something outside the paper reported. So that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of places. Um, oh, wow. It's more than just. Okay. So it's 875 of France's 4,258 churches were vandalized last year. This is the, those figures at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a further 129 churches reported thefts from the premises. The Interior Ministry said that 59 cemeteries were also vandalized. Um, yeah, wow. That's brutal. Can I talk about the weather now for 20 seconds? You could talk. Well, I thought we were going to do weather on the start of the next one. Okay, I guess. Yeah, no, you can start, start the How about you start the weather? It's 37 degrees and overcast right now. That's very nice. 72% humidity. Well, we, we kind of woke up to a, um, to a bit of a, uh, <clears throat> to a bit of a, like a light dusting. It wasn't really a dusting because a dusting is more like a general covering. It was more like frosted mini wheats. I like frosted mini wheats. You know, like patches of. Patches of white stuff. And then the rest of it's that kind of brown stuff. Well, at least out here in Prescott That you Valley. feel like you needed to put more sugar on the cereal because there wasn't enough. Because there wasn't enough, yeah. 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 Like puffed yeah. wheat. Did you ever have puffed wheat with honey? Do you ever have tasty wheats? Tasty wheat. Tastes like runny snot. <laughs> Bowl of snot. Still, Maybe that's it why has it everything like we chicken. need. It doesn't have everything we need. Um, anyway. Sorry, we're quoting from the let's, the Matrix. Let's uh, um, let's pause there. Yeah, let's pause there. This is uh, Pod Bros. We're at hey, the bottom of the hour. We are. Um, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, Google Play, YouTube, Facebook. Um, we are a production Podbean. of Sound Bros. Productions. Productions. All right, let's do it to it. Uh, what you heard as less than nothing was actually a nice little half hour lunch break. Dinner break. Dinner break. But yeah. We had Christmas dinner with the fam. Eating some ham and mashed taters. And. And. Some ziti. Mom's big ziti, which she made this time without ziti, 
which was pretty awesome. It was, although I do prefer it was Edie. Because it was really good. I, I actually liked this. It was it was delicious. Mini pennies so. are good, too. Mini penny? Mm-hmm. Is that like money penny? Mm, no. Is like that, that a James Bond thing? Nope. Oh, okay. I'm wearing uh, the new slippers that my mother got me for Christmas, which are awesome. They're I was nice wearing the new slippers that I got for Christmas, but I packed them up and put them in the car. Ah. These are these are nice. They're good. Not particularly a fond uh, fan of the ones without a heel. Like these have no heel. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're they're comfy. Yeah, they are. And they've got memory foam. They got memory foam, nice. so they'll kind of they'll kind of feel good. Well, um, should we jump in on the weather? Let's do the weather. Okay, let's jump in on the weather. So right now, um, the weather is thirty six degrees. Oh, the weather overcast. outside is frightful. No. Sorry. No, it's actually not too frightful. <clears throat> and we have no fire, so that's not delightful either. Yeah. And we actually have somewhere to go tonight, so... And since we have no place to go... Don't snow, don't snow, don't snow? Don't snow, don't snow, don't snow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So, um, they're saying that it's not going to snow. Um, I mean, it might snow, but they're saying it probably won't snow for very long. Sorry, I was moving the mic close to my mouth. You need to be closer. You're too far away. Mm. I don't like it this close. That's where it's supposed to be. I don't like it this close. Anyway. What do you know? You're just the producer. What do, what do I know? I'm just the producer. <clears throat> um, 80% humidity. The, uh, the barometric pressure is actually a little lower. 29.93 inches or 1,000... One hundred or uh, one thousand thirteen point five five millibars. Um, barometric pressure is pounds per square inch or pounds per square uh, millimeters. Meters? No, pounds per square meter. Um, and of course, that's um, uh, cubed. Anyway. Um, No, pounds per square inch. Never mind. Anyway. Yeah, so tonight it's gonna the low's gonna be twenty five or twenty six. High tomorrow's forty one, then twenty nine, then uh the high on Friday will be thirty eight and the low will be twenty seven. And they're calling for a seventy percent chance of snow on Friday. And an eighty percent chance of snow on Thursday night. Okay. So, we may get some snow at the end of the week. But, I mean, tonight there's a total potential accumulation of less than half an inch. Um, Thursday, there's expected to be a little no accumulation. Then Thursday night, one to three inches possible of accumulation. Um, and then new snow accumulation of around about an inch. New snow accumulation on Friday night is less than one inch, and then Saturday is clear. They're they're saying that Monday and Tuesday there is a slight chance of showers, snow showers, but it looks like it's probably going to be like a very low chance, like 10%, 10, 20% is what they're saying right now. So I think it's just going to kind of be cold and moist. Um, there's that word. 
You used it. Moist. I was all excited um, for the next couple weeks, actually. Um, and uh, tonight, actually, the thing we're going to tonight, or at least I'm going to, um, Luke has other engagements tonight. Indeed. Um, is the <clears throat> Christmas on the Air production at the Potter's House. Um, and uh, that starts at 7.30, um, which... No, I don't think you'll get to the... It'll probably be past 7.30 by the time anyone listens to this podcast. So um, that'll be neither here nor there for anyone who maybe was hoping they could hear the podcast again and hear what time it was. But anywho, um, it's going to be fun. Our uh, our poppy is in the play. And he is... Uh, it's it's kind of... I think it'll be a cool play. Um there is another play in the works at the Potter's House. Um, I think it's still a few months out, but it is a... I don't, I don't want to say a feature-length production because uh, for anyone who knows, in the theatrical world, a play is typically about two hours long. Or longer. Or longer, three hours, potentially, <clears throat> with, a, you know, with a good intermission. Um, so a, a full-length play for the Potter's House is usually a little under an hour. Yeah, about somewhere, 45 somewhere minutes around or so. 45 50 minutes. Um and they're producing a production called The Giambonis. Is that um, what this is tonight? No, that's not what this is tonight. Oh. And that will be coming sometime in the future. Um I don't know that no one's supposed to know about it. I think the cat's out of the bag at this point. Um and if I'm the first time you hear about it, I guess keep it under your hat for now. Yeah, I I have no idea. So. I, I mean, I know that they're that they're gonna that they'll be done the beginning of next year, which isn't that far from now. So, um, it'll uh, it, it it's looking. I saw I I was working on some stuff where they practice, and I saw a few scenes, and it it, it actually looked pretty. Good. I mean, it was in the early stages of the practices. It was about a month ago, so they were. They were still on scripts, and they were going back and forth and whatnot, but uh, it looks like it'll be a cool play. Awesome. So um, keep keep your ears open for that one, because that one might be good later on. And, um, yeah. So What else is coming up? Let's see, what do we got? The uh, There's uh, this Friday, right? There's a thing going on at the event center. Yeah, I, I don't really know what that is. <clears throat> I, I didn't... It's a, I guess it's a magical Christmas Cirque. It's the, it's the Cirque du Soleil, but it's, it's a Christmas event or Christmas something. Circus? Yeah, I don't, I don't fully understand what it is, but, um, it sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. And then of course the next day is a Suns game. Mm. The Northern Arizona, Northern Arizona Suns game. If you want to come and, uh, watch the, uh, the G League or whatever the league Suns they are. Lose? I, I don't know if they've won yet or not. I, I honestly well, don't. Well, in the last couple of seasons we've we've been more intricately involved in this year because of some circumstances and to be honest with you, watching them play is almost painful. painful. Um I would say that it's worth it to do like the the Finley Club, the Toyota Club thing where you get to sit on the floor and you get 
uh, buffet style well, catered it, meal. It, you know what it is? But it's, it, that's kind of just entertainment. It's just dinner and a well, dinner, yeah, dinner and a dinner, movie. dinner and a show. Yeah. The problem is, is that this is what it's meant to be. Right, but the problem that I had with it, and this is why I was, where I was going with this, and, and we've talked about this before. Right. The person who is responsible for the catering for the uh, the floor food is very hit and miss right. with his food service. He is really good at doing American food. And, and it is some of the best American food you'll ever get. It, it's phenomenal, but if you happen to... Catch one of his Chinese nights, dear God, or any or other, any other nationality night <laughs> at all. Um, like literally, the only things I've ever had from him that were like amazingly good were steak. And uh, what was the one we? What was it the first time we went? Can't remember what it was. It just the, he does American food, and everything else is just. Bleh. It was I was I was sorely disappointed. As a matter of fact, the night that I that we went and um it was like a Chinese food night. He had like orange chicken and it tasted like he had defrosted it from a freezer bag at at Walmart. Yeah, it just wasn't it wasn't really like literally delicious. like you know you know that taste where you're like this tastes all of three dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, not the amount of money that I spent spent on tickets for the show. Yeah, I, I you know, to I just, sit on the floor to eat. I just the food. spent you know fifty dollars or even more. I don't even know how much it is anymore. That was three years ago when we bought. I think those tickets were like seventy five, eighty dollars a piece. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much they are now, but it's like I just spent all this money for this crappy food. I mean, the only beneficial part about this whole thing is the free drinks. You know. Yep. That and the desserts because he has those. Uh, those giant hot dogs, which are bomb. But anyway, um, well, I got some fun, heartwarming stories for you. Well, let's short, short little stories. What okay. do you got? I uh, just the apparently. Are we still doing weather? No, no, not weather. Um, but apparently on Mars, they've they're able they're they're these cool these pictures are kind of crazy. Apparently there is, they found. The first active fault zone found on Mars. Fault zone is in tectonic plates? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. And apparently... Um, they are starting to be able to document them with some pretty good consistency of quality in, in documenting them and being able to track where they came from. And everything. So, you know, using all of the modern technology we use for earthquakes, they have Mars quakes, I guess, would mm. be the right way to say it. Well, I guess so. Um, but the picture's pretty cool. It's these giant cracks that are obviously formed in the middle of craters and whatnot. So, um, that's kind of cool. So, uh, this couple, uh, so after three days of marriage, Anna Kozlov was forced to wave goodbye to her husband as he went off to fight in the Red Army. While he was away, Anna was exiled to Serbia by Stalin and was barred from returning to her hometown and her husband. Sixty years later, after they each remarried and were widowed, a chance encounter in their hometown brought them back together again. They reckon. 
uh, recognized each other and got married again after over half a century apart. That's awesome. That's really cool. So, have you ever seen this uh, the steamboat geyser in Yellowstone National Park? No, uh uh-uh. So, apparently, it has the record, and it has for a long time, for the uh, largest eruption of water. Um, it also has the record for the most times that it erupts. Um, apparently... It erupted 47 times this last year, um, and major uh, the major eruptions shot water more than 300 feet into the air. How far? 300 feet in the air. Interesting. So, uh, it, it, the pictures are pretty cool. Um... If you know anything about Yellowstone, um, it's a what they call a giant supervolcano. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, supposedly in the past, other supervolcanoes have erupted and caused massive issues. Um, as a matter of fact, the area that we're in, they believe, was one giant volcano at one point. The whole valley? The whole, everything that's the Prescott area used to be one giant mountain volcano thing like Yellowstone. Interesting. Um, I I don't know that that's entirely true or not. I mean, obviously I wasn't here and neither were they. So, um, and supposedly there have been other super volcanoes that have erupted on earth in its history that have caused my widespread trouble. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's, it, they, they, they monitor it cause it can be dangerous. The, they say the blast radius would cover a 300-mile radius all the way around it. And, uh, you know, all sorts of crazy doomsday, doomsday saying So kind of like something out of... Uh, out of uh, 2012, 2012, when yeah. Yellowstone blew up. When Yellowstone blew up. Yeah, I mean, the it's possible because of how big it is and because of the pressure and everything, hence the uh, this geyser. But, I mean, I don't... Personally, I think if there's a geyser, then there's a way to release that pressure that's under there, you know? But, anyway, so that was a cool story. And then, um, kind of a unique story. Um, As you know, Israel is one of America's best allies in the Middle East. Right. Um, And as a matter of fact, Trump, one of the things that Trump promised when he was running for presidency, and one of the things that he has kept, one of his president, one of his many presidential promises that he has kept is moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Israel, to uh, Jerusalem and officially recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Um, as the ancient capital of Israel. Correction. Let me, let me qualify that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's kind of amazing. They're, they're, a, they're a good ally of ours. Fairly, you know, fairly um, free. They have they have a lot of freedoms that we have. Some freedoms they don't have. Certain freedoms that we have, though. Um, it. Uh, I don't want to go into too much polit- of the politics of it, yeah. but um, you know, for the most part, 
they are fairly similar to us in their in their government system. Um, they have a president, um, but they have a parliament instead of Congress. Um, anyway, uh, apparently they and they have regular rocket attacks that happen in Israel and different parts of Israel because they're surrounded by a lot of their enemies. They don't like Israel. They don't want Israel to exist. Um, so there was a bunch of there was a bunch of rocket attacks on southern Israel. Uh, this was like this literally like just happened. Um, this is saying two hours ago. So there was rocket attacks in Israel. Well, the story broke two hours ago. I, I think so. Anyway, Netanyahu was the president. Was they rushed him to a bomb shelter? Um, you know, depending on the situation, you know, depending on what the rockets are, how big they are, what they're made out of, it can be a serious issue. And the, I know that the uh, the Iron Dome system that they use, which uh, Iron Dome system is misleading. It's a culmination of rockets and defense batteries and Patriot missile systems um, and ground-based uh, infantry-controlled rocket clusters. Um, it's actually kind of an amazing operation they have, um, can essentially intercept, I think roughly they, they can intercept up to 80% of 400 rockets a day, I think or something like that. Wow. It's pretty incredible. Projects are correction projectiles a day. Um, just with interceptor missiles and interceptor rockets and different things like that. Um, and uh, they actually use this really cool computer program that calculates where the rocket is going to hit or the projectile is going to hit. And if it's going to hit somewhere where no one is, they'll let it hit and blow up. Really? Yeah. It's, well, because the, the missile system is expensive and they don't want to waste the money. If no, one's, if no civilian life is in danger or no ancient... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Ancient... Uh, ancient piece of valuableness is is there then you know who cares interesting let them let them waste their rockets because you know the price difference is crazy because of how much it costs to buy patriot missiles and different things like that um so i mean they they take it pretty seriously they um when it comes to this sort of thing they don't really mess around right you know? and and to be honest with you i don't i don't really blame them i mean it is <clears throat> If I had if I had spent my entire life as a country being attacked, I mean literally from the moment of their conception, even before their conception as a, as a as a modern their, nation. Yeah, their conception was a uh... because even their conception was uh them fighting with the British government about letting them be an autonomous country. And uh, ultimately the United States stepped in. And interestingly enough, the first president of Israel Right. Was named George Washington. Indeed. Which is kind of cool. Think about it. I mean, obviously his name was more than George Washington, but his name was George Washington. So, you know. Right. Absolutely. You can, you can take that for whatever it is. It just, his name is George Washington and it's awesome. So, um, it was actually, I actually found that out on a, now you know the rest of the story by Paul Harvey um, when he was still alive before he moved on. So here, here's so, a little something here on this day in history. And now you know the, the rest, rest of, of the, the story. story. Yeah, Paul Harvey was really good at that. He was. 
So a burning log starts a, ho a TV holiday tradition. Uh, Channel 11 replaced its regularly scheduled programming with a Christmas music and a shot of a log burning in a fireplace. Um, viewer, viewers cozy up to their TVs, and the tradition was born to extend their to their TV markets. So that was on this day in uh, 1966. Wow. Um, on this day in 1979, the USSR invaded Afghanistan. And we, we talked about that earlier today, actually. We did, yep. Um, in this, on this day no, in not, 19... Yeah, we, actually, that was earlier today, because we were talking about it last night. In this day, anyway, <laughs> on this day in 1955, NORAD tracked Santa. An ad in a Colorado newspaper gave children Santa's phone number, but a, but a misprint route calls to a red phone at the NORAD Air Defense Command Center. Straight-laced Colonel Harry Shoup adjusts on the fly and tells staff to give the kids Santa's current location. And her tradition is born. That is awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool. So I misprinted phone number, and they um, and they ended up calling NORAD directly. Well, and what a great cover. Right. I mean, That's... I'm sure that if they hadn't told anyone, no one would have known. I mean, the first couple people would have known, but it would have been like, all right, track Santa, you know. For over 60 years, NORAD and its predecessor, the Continental Air Defense Command, have tracked Santa's flight. That is flipping awesome. And so now they actually have a website and you can track his flight. That is so stinking cool. I, I, that just made my day. That is so fantastic. I didn't know that this was a thing. I'm going to call Santa. Where, where's Santa at, so NORAD? So now it's a website that's loading. Oh, that's it cool. It says NORAD Track Santa. Where is and it Santa? Is an and it is an official website. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I, yeah, man. So he is, he is currently, um, according to this, he has delivered um, 7,574,576,003 presents. That's awesome. Um, and it actually gives you a world and all of the points at which he has gone to. That's great. Um, and that you can, is great. <laughs> you can look around it. Uh, so speaking of Santa. So it turns out that Santa is racist. Why? Because uh, he doesn't go to South Africa at all. <laughs> like, at all. I'm joking. But he doesn't go to South Africa at all, according to yeah, But he's going all the other places in Africa. What the heck? I don't know. Now who's racist? Oh well, he doesn't like Australians either. It's because it's the bottom of the country, the bottom of the world, man. It's the land down under. No, you know who goes to those places? Oh no, 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 it goes to southern. Is South Pole Santa? Wait, no, he goes to South. He goes no, to it's South, South Africa. Pole Santa. Okay. Anyway, so he didn't go to. He this, didn't go to New Zealand. This though. whole this whole conversation about Santa brings up an interesting question. Yes. What? criteria would Santa, what what would Santa need? You know, I think it's a little bit harder for Santa to go visiting people if the earth is flat. To deliver presents. You know what I mean? Like, if, how many presents did you just say? Seven billion what? Seven billion, five hundred seventy-four million, five hundred seventy-six thousand three. So he would need like a, like a cruise liner or something like that. 
Like oh, a, he, like he would need more ship. than a, he would need like a fleet of cargo ships. Like a, like a, no, well, seven billion. That's not that much. A billion is a. Oh, let's see. We're zooming in on Arizona here. Let's see where he visited it here in Arizona. So he visited Phoenix and Tucson and Flagstaff. Nice. Yeah, I think we're I think we're included in the Flagstaff one. Solid. Solid. So uh, um, let's see. Nevada. He only visited Las Vegas and. Where the heck is Eco? Elko? Hang on. Elko. Elko? Elko, Nevada. Cool. So I wonder if it's people that call in. It's very possible. Um, so he would need well okay, let's think about this for a minute. A a stack of money of a hundred dollar bills on a pallet. That six feet high is a billion dollars. How do you know this? Oh my gosh. They actually have a Santa cam. Let me see. This is brilliant. That whoever is whoever came up with this is awesome. So anyway, um, and then uh, a trillion is if you were to take those pallets and stack them, the length of that. <laughs> that's great. Um, the length of a football field is a trillion dollars. Um, so. You would need seven trillion dollars, right? I believe so. You would tr- seven trillion presents. So what what I'm saying is that you would need seven billion presents. Seven billion presents or trillion presents? Billion. So so what I'm saying is that you would only need about a football field worth of space. Yeah. So maybe a couple of a so couple I would of say cargo liners, like, like a cargo, like one or cargo two. ship. Two. Well, cargo ships go down pretty deep too. Do they? Yeah, so I'm. Oh, you're I'm talking is, like a like an ocean like cargo ship, straight up ocean cargo ship. Oh yeah. So he would need oh, an ocean yeah. cargo ship. Then he would need some sort of propulsion system to be able to travel all over the world in one night. So. So essentially, he has tw- what roughly fourteen hours, right? Yeah. No, well, from five p.m. to seven a.m. Right. Right. Six a.m. Right. Like that. Give or take three hours in the middle of all of that. Right. For, because you're the sun is moving. Right, because the right. the dark is moving. Right, so he would start. He would start on the west coast of Asia, right, and just work his way. And around. he would work his way across, probably doing a big zigzag. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's. Um, and he would. He would. I mean, he would finish a good portion, because China and India. That's two thirds of the population, right there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, and you don't have to worry about America because we get a we get all our own gifts. Well, I'm sure he delivers Christmas gifts to, to America. There's still oh, people that believe course, in Santa here. Of course. I don't know how many people in China believe in Santa, but I'm sure that there are some. Well, here's the question. Do you believe in Santa? Well, see, that's an interesting question. Do I believe in the person who is Santa Claus as in the Santa Claus? The the literal person Saint Nick? Who is who is the Saint, Saint Nick, who is a uh monk? 
who, who not a monk, a uh, a cardinal. Correct. From uh, from Asia Minor, which is modern day Turkey. Or are you saying, do I believe in the fictional character, the fictional of character Santa of Santa Claus, who travels around in a sleigh and gives people candy? It looks eerily presents. It looks eerily a lot like Tim Allen. <laughs> because I, I would have to say yes to the first one and no to the second one. You know how you do something to someone and you hope that they sit quietly and don't say anything and don't draw any attention to themselves? We've done something, We've done something eerily similar to that. So, um, the question is, could one man do it in 12 hours where delivering... Where did they go? To do it, <laughs> delivering presents to 7 billion people plus. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that if Outside he had, of the uh, Marvel if he had a If he had a temporal device to, that allowed him to freeze the space-time continuum. That would work. Every hour. So essentially what he would have to do is he would go an hour at a time right. and deliver each section of the time zone would be a good way to do it. Right. Also, if he can freeze the space-time continuum... He could probably all get it done in about a minute. Then there's no reason that he couldn't have people helping him. True. There's also no reason that he would have to carry all seven billion plus presents at the at same once. time. Nope. He if could he just... could freeze the space time continuum, he probably also can create a slip space between his flying sleigh vessel and the North Pole. <laughs> this is Santa Claus, a sci fi original. <laughs> Uh, Santa, beam me up. <laughs> beam, me, beam me up. Wait a minute. I asked for a new a new uh, transporter beacon. I want to be a real boy. <sighs> so if that was the case, then maybe the uh, maybe the maybe the kids that are naughty get transported to the brig. <laughs> they get transported to the Klingon Defense Force. You're going to the prison planet. <laughs> Stinks to be you. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, you know, technically, if you, if if you use science, you better be good, kids, because Santa just took out the Pearson home. And, I mean, I mean, if you're and if you're going to go there, he could probably he probably has on his ship, on his flying vessel, he probably has a cloaking field. Science, Meredith. So and the only way you'd be able to see him is if you had a tachyon detection grid, or if you were NORAD, or maybe he lets people, th- maybe he lets NORAD think they know where he they is. know where he is. They really don't. Maybe he's like Superman. <laughs> he has his fortress of solitude in the South Pole, North Pole. No, no, Superman. Superman's in the South Pole, but I'm saying maybe he's like that. No, S- Santa Claus has to be in the North Pole. This is how it works. You're, you're missing what I'm saying. Feeling strong, my friend. Call me Elf one more time. He's a South Pole Elf. <laughs> well, uh, that is the end of our <laughs> day is, today. This is it. Um, oh gosh, we. Uh, Actually, you know what? I wasn't really... I was paying attention, but I was partly not paying attention. What did we talk about? <sighs> Everything. Mostly Christmas, though. <laughs> Mostly Christmas. Good stuff. Um, thank you for listening. We're uh, we're Pod Bros. We're on Spotify, Google Play. iTunes. Uh, iTunes. You know. Spotify, all... Google Play. iTunes. I just said that. Podbean. Spotify, Google Play, <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> Podbean, uh, thank you for listening. Nick is stuck on repeat. 
Um, Let's come in again. Let's come Our in chief again. weapons are... <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, once again, hope you had a very Merry Christmas and you had a great day. Um, hope you had a good time with we your family. We hope you learned something on the, on the show today. We do today. hope that you learned something on the show today. If we you hope have, you learned something every day. If you have any input on what we talked about. By all means, let us uh, know. Let us know. If you have any rebuttals, let us know. Rebuttal. Um... And uh, remember, if you're not learning, you're dying. So stay alive and Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.